Hi, hope you're well. I'm Viv and I'm the face behind Skin Farmer Aesthetics in Stockton on Tees. Um, this Sunday morning, a little different to the usual time myself and Sunny do lives, um, but this morning we're speaking to uh, another one of our guests on our journey in the use of ultrasound in our aesthetics work. Um, today we Today, Sonny unfortunately is tied up with some work. Um, he's been um, doing some work last night and he's having some trouble getting back and he's a little bit tired, so I'll be on my own today. But hi to Lisa, Lisa Hackett, who will be joining me, and she's a sonographer from Sydney in Australia. So I will just invite. Um... Ooh, there we go. Ah, here we go. I got to do it on my phone. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. How are you doing? I'm so good. How are you? I told you Fine. I'm tech savvy. Can you hear me? Oh, you've you've managed to do this without any problems. So well done. <laughs> but I'm on my phone. I'm not on my laptop. But anyway, don't, it's all don't worry. Is this you? okay? Is this okay for you on your phone? Absolutely. What about you? Yes. Yeah. I can hear and see you fine, and that's uh, it's good to be able to talk. I actually um, heard about you through Stuart at Vino um, a yeah. few months back when myself and Sonny were doing a live with him. And more recently, because of Morbin Master, who uh, put us together uh, on social media. And it was really nice to be able to speak to you over the last few weeks about doing a live with you. Um, I was just mentioning Sonny, unfortunately, can't join us mm. today because he was doing um, some work last night having trouble getting back home through the snow and he's probably going to be a little bit tired as well unfortunately so we'll be back next Thursday um, to do a live about ultrasound but hopefully you'll be happy just talking to me about your work uh, Lisa. Yes absolutely I mean god that's my dream to get over and have a white Christmas so maybe we should swap positions so next because it's yeah. so hot here it's really yeah. hot here today. What so temperature is it there? Today it was 30. 30 degrees, right? Yeah, We're talking zero hard. degrees here. We're talking um, Celsius. Oh, yeah. You're zero there. You're zero. Yeah, there. zero. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But well, anyway. Look, I've got my Christmas tree. See, can you see? Oh, it? very nice. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. My Christmas tree. So we'll have nice. to meet in person. But can I yeah, say, you know, I'm, I'm actually um, very honoured and chuffed that you actually asked to speak to me today. I've been so nervous and excited. Oh, don't worry. It's, we've been doing, you. myself and Sonny, we've been doing lives for around about the last six, seven months now, you know, yeah. do, talking about ultrasound and its use in our aesthetics work. So we've spoken to lots of different specialists educators, trainers from around the world. Mm. And it was really nice to be able to speak to you today. So I've got to thank yeah. you for, for joining me. No, what I'll do, yeah, what I'll, what I'll do, um, Lisa, I'll talk a little bit about your background. You can talk about the how you've got into the whole area of sonography, the, the mm. study of, of using ultrasound in different areas of medicine. So how, how did you become um, a sonographer? And tell us a little bit about the different types of work that you did when you first started working, Lisa. Okay, well, I'm a, a radiographer first. And so I, got, I just fell into ultrasound, actually, because I've been doing this for a long time. And back in the day, you know, if you took a special interest in something, you sort of gravitated your way in. So that's what I did. And um, I was working in private practice and I liked, 
I didn't really like radiography anymore. And I just liked the fact that um, in ultrasound, you could see inside the body. And it was amazing to see a pancreas and to see a liver and, and to watch how people breathe. And so that was my, you know, first attraction to seeing these little pixels that become pictures, you know. And um, so from there, yeah, it just grew. So I got into muscular ultrasound in 1993 in Australia because we didn't have MRI. Um, and I just took over the job from someone who was leaving. She said, do you want to take the job? I said, sure. So, um, and this is in the very beginning when there was no courses and I knew what things looked like on ultrasound and the doctor at the time was the doctor. Um, so we started working together and I worked the first 10 years of my career with hand surgeons in, in Sydney. So we, worked, we did all the work for all the Sydney hand surgeons. So I knew all about, um, you know, tendons and moving and gliding and how nerves glide and the, the you know, because the surgeons were very, very um, generous with their knowledge and they were very interested, like all of you guys, in ultrasound and what it could do. And, and it's cost effective, you know, you get patients involved so they feel like they're actually involved in their treatment rather than being told what they can and can't do, which is, I think, extremely empowering. So then from there, I got into, um, got into sports sort of um, sports medicine. So I knew some sports guys and girls. And once again, I knew ultrasound. And <laughs> I remember um, one of the doctors, uh, Justin Paoloni, whose name was, he was um, a sports doctor for the Australian cricket side and um, one of the footy sides here in Australia in rugby league. And he said to me one day, um, oh, you know, this guy's knee and his patella. I said, I can see that with the ultrasound. He goes, no, you can't. I went, mm, come this way. So <laughs> showed him what the patella looked like and he had patella tendonitis and he had a bit of mucoid degeneration. So I said, I can guide you in there if you want to try this autologous blood. And he's like, you think? And I said, let's try. And that's how it started. <laughs> so I started working with him because he was impressed and I was stoked. And then that went on to other sports doctors, uh, Dr. Jenny Saunders, who's a specialist in pelvic instability. So we um, developed uh, ultrasound-guided SI joint injections with PRP as opposed to glucose. So that prototherapy, we published papers on that. So that was really interesting. Then I also worked with another um, really good uh, shoulder, I mean, sports physician and his name's Dr. John Orchard. He's very, very involved also in sports. So I, I met these uh, guys just through the common love. Well, I love ultrasound and what it can actually do for someone. And mm. they appreciate it just like you guys. So then I, and that makes me more passionate and wanting to learn yeah. more and seeing what you can and, and more importantly, what you can't see. Um, yeah. It doesn't take anything away from your clinical expertise. It actually acts as a really nice adjunct if it's done correctly. That's where hopefully I step in. And then for the last 15 years, I've worked with a shoulder surgeon. So, wow. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, taught him ultrasound and what you can see and how you can see tendons and, and then, you know, went into theatre. So I knew what I was looking at. So then I could uh, appreciate the size of the tendon and the actual shoulder joint. And then we just, yeah, we just killed it, you know, doing all this research with, with tendon repairs and assessing them postoperatively. And that's my PhD work. So doing all you've that done, sort of stuff, using ultrasound once again, yeah. you know, you've, applying You've done that so far. much. You've done well, so much over the, over the years. 
Yeah, but it's interesting, you know, Viv, and, and this is why I was really excited, and I'll probably ram, rumble on, so you've got to say stop, <laughs> but it's just, I get excited when I can, when I'm, when I'm um, able to work with professionals and learn and, and grow together and collaborate together, and, you know, like, the, the good thing is I can, I can make pictures out of black, whites and greys, right? So <laughs> I can say to you, oh, this is a muscle and you're going to go, why? And you go, because this is what it looks like and you've got a white fascial band around it and you've got little white lines in it, the fibres, and if you activate it, you know, it falls up and all those sorts of things. So with this nice um, sort of like wave, I suppose you like, of everybody is, it, it's, it's phenomenal the way in which yeah. everybody is embracing ultrasound and that really yeah. lightens my heart and it really gives me a lot of encouragement and just feels more of my passion um, because it's I amazing. think there's a lot of work that can be done. Yeah, it's, it's and, how, and the face how, is unique. Yes, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about. You've, you've done a lot of work with MSK, sports medicine mm. in particular. How, how did you get into the whole area of facial ultrasound and, and its application in aesthetics in particular? Okay, well, I'm very self, self um, safety, safety conscious and I always think that if you, because I do a lot of guidance, I've always done natal guidance and I've assisted and blah, 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 blah. So I just sort of, and this was, I wanted to get into this actually before COVID. So I spoke to a very good friend of mine um, about um, going to Cosmeticon and she extended the invitation to go, for me to go. So I did and I looked around and I thought, there's a place actually for ultrasound, I feel. This is way before I knew anybody was doing it. I didn't, and this was in Sydney. And I'm like, mm. and I thought, you know, I think it could actually really help because you've all got amazing skill. And this just, I feel, or I, and I still do, I felt that it would, could give you something. So then COVID hit. So couldn't do it. And then Stuart and I hooked up again. And I said, what about the aesthetics? He goes, oh, my gosh, like, I'm thinking of doing it. So let's do it. Let's just have a crack. And that's, yeah. that's what's happened. So, you know, it's, it's really good. It's, it's, you know, that's just the way it happens, right? It's amazing because uh, myself and Sunny, we've spoken to a few different um, practitioners and trainers from Australia. Um, right. Jake Sloan, we spoke to Jake a few months back. Uh, we spoke to Martina Lavery, I think, who, yeah. you, who you know in Sydney. Yes, yes, and um, also, as I yeah, and um, and Stuart, we spoke to Stuart a few months yeah. back, and um, oh, Mark um, Morbin, Morbin Master, a couple of weeks yeah, back, we yeah. spoke to him as well, yeah. and it's amazing it. how much knowledge and and skill you all have, to and how much how much you're willing to share everything you know about your mm. area of expertise. Um, in terms of the education and training that you provide, Lisa, who do you train and how, how can they access what you provide to them? Okay, well, we well, I've been doing some education with Stuart. So he supplies the systems and because um, he's a physio by background. So we just, yeah, it's just sort of worked really well that way. So what we like to do is provide the service of showing you how to use an ultrasound machine and born because you need to understand how that works. Number two, um, we, I, I show my part of um, understanding or identifying structures and then together we live scan and we've had um, guests with us as well. So we've had Dr. Chris Rogan, who's an interventional radiologist. We've had um, 
we we had Dr. Ryan the other day who came. He's also, he's a cosmetic doctor, ED doctor. Um, Herbert Huey's done a little bit with us. So we're we're very very lucky that we have people that want to um, partake and just grow. So the people yeah. that we are teaching are people that want to learn. So yeah. which which oh, I must say the response has been phenomenal. It's very uplifting and it gives me a lot of encouragement and makes me want to be, do better and learn better. Um, yeah. So yeah, so we have, but we like to run a course uh, where it's limited numbers. So really, you don't want to have too many because it's really a hand-on skill, and yeah. if you if you're not um, used to that, uh, looking at the anatomy in that cross section, it gets a little bit daunting. And also, the size of the muscles are so small. Like I thought, the supraspinatus was small, right? It's two centimeters. These muscles are smaller than, and the depth is only two centimetres really. So the hot, and, and also the, the function of the face is completely different to the rest of the musculoskeletal system because it doesn't insert into bone. It inserts into fascia or it inserts into skin, which is unique in itself. So ultrasound in that way is an emerging field, in my opinion, and, um, and that's who we teach. So our, our education is very, very interactive as well. So we like to break it up or we, you know what we do? We run our courses for the delegates. So what they want to learn, we will gravitate towards that. Um, but we always have, you know, the good old chicken with the needle guidance. So you get the feel and stuff um, because that helps you sort of uh, get your, your eyes set in the direction, particularly angulation, because these tissues that you're guiding are very superficial. So there's added little things you can do, like bending the needle, looking at the, or the cannula, cannula is really hard, right? So, you know, they're, they're difficult in themselves, particularly if you want to dissolve, you know, filler. Yeah. Um, but there's a whole world out there. So that, that's what yeah. we're doing. So our courses are constantly evolving. They're constantly yeah. changing because in the space of the aesthetics that I've been looking at already, the, the, the changes already have been phenomenal. And, that, and that's very, very exciting. You yeah. know, but yeah. ultrasound is something that is adaptive as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing it's to be able to hear from somebody like you about the whole world of, of training practitioners. Mm. What, what do they think of, of the work that you do from any feedback that you've received of the training you've provided to aesthetic practitioners? What, what has their view been of, of your training, Lisa? Their, their views have been very kind and very encouraging. They Look, when people want to come and learn something, they're happy to do it. That's, that's half the battle. They're already yeah. keen. They want to learn. So everything that we give them, it's just they're like sponges. Like, so am I. So, um, our, yeah, well, our response has been wonderful. You know, we, we've got really good positive feedback. We actually have feedback actually as we're going through anyway. Like I'll go around and I'll say, so what do you think? What, what do you want to do? Um, we tend to send out like, or I'll send out messages and Stuart will, you know, is there anything particularly that you'd like to learn? That's what I normally do with any of my MSK training. What would you like? I want to focus then on what that person or that group actually require. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So that's, 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 that's the way we're going. Yeah, it, it's it's it, it's really nice to be able to speak to somebody like you. You, um, I think you know Candice Deary yeah. in um, in the states yeah, so as well. The both two of you are 
both sonographers and um, she does training as well. And she was mentioning that you, you're her sole sister. I think that's what she, what she said to me. Yeah, so I'm sisters because we're sonographers and we're on the same page. So we're, we're looking at doing, um, you know, something together as well. Like, you know, I, I mean, look, I just think like, like I keep um, referring back to this, this field is, is wonderful. It's very, very unique. And everyone I've come in contact with, and this includes Candace and the doctors and Stella and Leonie and da, 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 you know, people and yourselves wanting to learn, wanting to connect with you. That, that is, that is fantastic. You know? So yes, um, Candace and I, we are soul sisters because we are sonographers. We have a different approach. So the other thing is too, we wanted to touch base with each other to make sure that we are actually on the same page as well. So when it comes yeah. to education, you don't have com uh, conflicting ideas because that then causes a bit of a problem. So yeah. if everybody's sort of like on the same page with what things look like under ultrasound, you sort of can't go wrong. You know, that foundation, once that foundation is there and it's reproducible, the world's your oyster. You know, yeah. the practitioner, the clinician, the surgeon, whoever uses this type of um, imaging application can then tailor it to the cohort yeah. of patients that they see, you yeah. know? So mm -hmm. for example, I'm doing some work with Herbert Huey now and he is, he teaches how to do threads, threading. So I approached Herbert and I said, I'm sure that you could see the, the depth of the skin with ultrasound. Therefore you could guide the, um, the, the people that you, you're teaching in properly so they don't go too deep or too superficial as we do with, the, uh, as we do with um, threads. And that has actually been a very, very nice addition, I would like to say, to his um, education. So I go and I'll do the guidance and then we will talk through together. And it's quite remarkable when we have the doctors there or the, um, the nurses that are, are wanting to do threads and their face is just priceless because it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize <laughs> it was so like superficial or, oh my goodness, like the product grabs like there. I was like, oh, you know, so <laughs> it's actually, and then that visual sort of like recognition automatically connects to your hands, right? So you have memory and then that will teach you to share. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what it's all it's, about. I mean, look, it's wonderful you, you're, you and Sunny, you know, you're stoked in this sort of thing. You want to learn, you know, you've developed a podcast on ultrasound yeah. and aesthetics. I mean, who would have thought? It's 2022, it, so it, it all started off. It all started off with myself and Sunny because of um, beginning our journey in the use of ultrasound ourselves earlier this year. And we thought, you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll tell our story. And then if other people, we, we can involve them in that, it'd be great. We can share and others can learn from all of us about what can be achieved using this technology. Um, there'll right. be practitioners watching, uh, Lisa, who may be thinking, you know, Mm, I'm, I'm curious about ultrasound and maybe whether it can help me or not, but I, I need maybe a little more information or advice. Um, there's lots of different scanners around. Like how, yeah. how would you advise maybe a practitioner in terms of the equipment and maybe the training? What would you say, where should a practitioner begin in terms of looking at how they can utilize the technology in their own work? Where, where would they begin? What, what advice would you give them? 
Well, what I would do and what I do do, I will, um, um, or, or I'm asked, and I'll ask them, okay, number one, what do they want to do? Do they want to do complications or would they like to um, invest in a system and implement into their practice, their everyday scanning? So it's very much an individual thing, number one. Um, so you have to work out what you want to do. Yeah, that's number one. Number two is the cost. Yeah. So you have to, you know, you've got to look at the systems that are out there. There's all different types of systems that are available, you know, these days as well. So you want to be able to be informed um, across the board so you've got options. So number one, like I said, I would ask them um, what co cohort they have and what sort of work do they do. From that, I would be able to sort of have an understanding of what sort of equipment they would require, if any because they may not need to have one. They could have a call-out person or they could, you know, um, have someone that could assist them in complications, et cetera, et cetera, until they decided if they really felt that they needed to outlay for the system. So for me, um, you know, the, the, the two systems that are out there right now are handheld or portables. Now, so to be honest, let's, let's be real here. I, I, in MSK, I work with very high-end systems, so they're 160 grand at least, Yeah completely different sort of um, need for this type of work. However, in saying that, the face, and I have to keep saying this, the face is the most intricate part of the body that I've ever scanned. And it's exciting because there's so many things to see, but it's scary because there's so many things get me overcalled. So the system that you require would be something of high resolution. You want to have one or two probes, but mainly just one linear probe because of the beam. You know, we want, we want high resolution, superficial. So you don't need anything huge. Once again, then it goes back to your, your place of work. So you can have a handheld, which is still, you know, pretty good. I don't work with handhelds. I've got a nice little Veno system. Now, the reason why I have a Veno system is because for me, I think it's great for the sort of work that I'm going to be doing, you know, and the sort of work that I do. Um, I'm very comfortable with that system and it's very, very affordable. So that's why I like that system. Um, it's got a nice linear probe. It's easy to use. It's not too fiddly. And, and it, the, the, the uh, sort of like the colour is really nice. The power doppler is good. Those sort of things that you guys want to concentrate on is, is, is great. So it would be cost. It would be the type of machine would depend on what sort of work you're doing. And then the purchase of the machine would be whether or not your cohort or patients that you do would require that type of things. I think in future, though, to be honest, ultrasound will pretty much, well, could possibly be um, just an adjunct to your practice now, you know, um, because I think that the more that you do, the more efficient you become and it just becomes so much easier. That's, that's what happens, you know? Yeah. That's it's, how it all works. With, with myself uh, and Dan Sonny as well, we, we use the, the, our ultrasound scanner, which is, we use Clarius, we use a Clarius device yeah. because they're readily available in the UK. And yeah, yeah. we... We pretty much use it for most of our work now for, um, you know, vascular mapping for all patients prior to filler treatments. Um, we use them for um, assessment of complications, should there be any issues. Yeah. I see a lot of patients mm -hmm. who come to me having problems from elsewhere with lip treatments, cheek fillers, and without the ultrasound, it would be far more difficult to be able to assess and treat the problem confidently. And for me, I use the device pretty much every day in the work I do. Um, most of it is but what assessment. Made you do that? 
What made you look at ultrasound? What made you go? You know what? I'm going to have a. I'm going to have a look at this. I'm. I, I feel that it's going to help me. What? What made? What made you come to that conclusion? I'll tell you what made me come to that conclusion, Lisa. It was a, a lady over in the Netherlands called Dr. Leonie Schelke. Um, uh -huh. I'm, a me <laughs> I'm a member of a complications group called CMAC in the UK. Uh -huh. And they, they've had a complications conference a few weeks back. And Leonie and lots of specialists from around the world were there. But about two years ago, I came across some of the work she was doing and she had um, an online webinar talking about the use of ultrasound in facial assessment in aesthetics mm. work. And I was just interested in technology anyway. And I thought, how could this help me in my own work? And things just progressed from there. Um, I got in touch with different practitioners who had some interest in ultrasound. I spoke to Leone and um, I got in touch with um, manufacturers, you know, to find out about the equipment. And it just snowballed from there, basically. Yeah. Once um, once I, I bought the device initially, I went through training soon after that. And then I carried out more training recently with Leone as mm. well. And mm. I just try and improve my use of the device and to improve different applications, you know, guided treatment, assessment. I get a lot of patients who come to me with complications having had treatment elsewhere. And... Some of them have got filler that's that's um, moved around, split, broken up. It's moved yeah, into different yeah. tissue layers. And without mm. the ultrasound, I probably wouldn't have been able to help them in the way I can now. So for me, it's continuously evolving. It's a it's a method of assessment and treatment that for me is is improving all the time as I learn. Um, my patients benefit as a result of that. So. I've got to thank every week I mention her, Leonie Schelke, over in the yeah. Netherlands. And I, I'm yeah. sure you've come across her a number of times in your work, Lisa. Well, I've, I've, um, I, I was interested too, because, you know, as a sonographer, particularly in the, my um, area of expertise, you know, no one does facial stuff, you know, and, it's, and that, that was the thing that was the interest for me. I'm like, you know, there's got to be some, something here. And then, yeah, I, I started looking and I started, because um, I'm not really into Instagram, but I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to tag and I'm trying to hashtag and trying to do all that sort of stuff, you know, which I find is really interesting, but very time consuming for me. But I love it. I'm learning. I'm, all my posts are dumb, but I'm trying. But um, it's very interesting, you know, that um, their eyes are in really well and their techniques are very, very good. And the way in which they're sharing their knowledge on, on um, Instagram is phenomenal. So, you know, and so then I look at these women and I'm like, you know, this is pretty good. And, and now even more, um, it's research-based. So research-based yeah. sort of work in anything that you're doing gives it credibility. And um, prior to even that credibility, you're already thinking in advance and saying, yeah. okay, so does this actually work? Is it reliable? What sort of systems, you know? So, you know, I'm a researcher and it, it, it's like I said, it's very, I would love to meet her face-to-face, um, -face actually, because I think we'd have a great time. Um, yeah. I'd talk her ear off, probably. But, <laughs> she, she, she's really nice. I just think, oh, I, I could imagine. You know, everybody in this whole space is, is very welcoming. You know, it's, it's very encouraging. It's nice. Yeah. But, yeah, education, um, yeah, research-based education, the way in which they do it, I mean, it's great. And when you spoke a bit before about education and teaching, 
and what I do, I think it's very important to keep rehashing and yeah. attending um, clinics. You have you can do one on one. I'm going to the Gold Coast um, in early January to do a one on one sort of education for a couple of uh, ladies. So I'll put together a program for them. But once again, it is for the cohort of clients that they will be seeing. Um, because there's so many things that you can do in, in facial aesthetics with, with ultrasound. And you just, you just spoke about a lot of them, like the complications, identifying previous product. You know, if it's in one place, it's not. Like Mobin was doing that study with the CT, I mean with the MRI, placement of filler and where it had moved. And when I was down there with him, I actually found filler on ultrasound that wasn't on the MRI. So these are little wow. things that you, yeah. 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 So ultrasound has a place, you know, it's yeah. cost effective. It involves the patient. It gives the patient, you know, um, they have more trust because yeah. they're like, oh, they, they know what they can see, you know? Yeah. And yeah. not that they doubt that anyway, but you know what it's like if you, if someone's going to have a baby ultrasound, if they see the baby, they're like, sweet, you know? Yeah. Or they see yeah. their shoulder moving and they know, know the tendon's okay so they don't have to have a shoulder reconstruction so therefore the pain is due to they hurt it. You know, it's yeah. little things like that and I, and it really has a place actually with facial mm. aesthetics. Yeah. It's one, one, of the, uh, one of the viewers, Jose, Dr. Jose Ferrandis, who, who uh, myself and Sonny interviewed uh, a couple of months back, he's, he's mentioning um, aesthetics. It's one of these practices where in, in other areas of medicine, ultrasound and and, and um, visual assessment, you know, using different um, radiographical methods, that's quite normal. Um, those techniques have all been used for all areas of the body, but aesthetics for some odd reason, the whole idea of using that, that technology in aesthetics just seems odd um, compared to other areas of medicine. So he was just mentioning, you know, he's been working with with different techniques and assessment since 2013 and yeah. um, dermatological assessment using ultrasound has been going on for a number of years mm. and he's been involved in a lot of that and he, he mentions about the whole idea of the ultrasound should be a normal part of aesthetics work just like it is in any other area of medicine um I know. what do you think about that lisa you know in your I yeah no, I, I, I agree with what he's saying. I mean, I, the shoulder surgeon that I work with, his wife is a um, very well-respected dermatologist, uh, yeah. Professor Dede Morel. So we, we were using ultrasound to look at certain parts of skin, uh, the dermis, the epidermis, the, the interstitial fat layers, looking for, you know, um, skin lesions and trying to work out their margins. So it's, it, yeah. Um, but as to why it hasn't been used, maybe because it's hard. You know, the face, yeah. the face is an area that is, you've got to be really, you know this, you've got to be really careful. If you maim some other part of the body, you can cover it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that is, no, and that's true. And that's why I'm in awe of all of you with your experience. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like me going into a room going, oh my God, I'm the sponge. I'm just sucking all this energy up because it's, it's phenomenal. And the face is challenging and yeah. those yeah. people are trusting you you know yeah. and patient expertise i mean not expertise but practitioner expertise trying to meet patient expectations well that's a challenge in itself right so yeah. if you have you could possibly see i think of these things and if you could yeah. possibly use ultrasound right you could say to someone look um 
you know, you want to have this done, but look, look at your skin, look at your fat, look at this layer. This is why we're thinking not to do this. This is why we think we might do that. Then someone will go, oh, okay. And you can say now, if you clench your jaw, that's why it's sticking out so much. So if we, you know, put, you know, settle down the masseter, this is what it may do. So, you know, it makes, it's, it's, I'm just thinking of all these things, but it it will be wonderful, but it's hard. It's it's, it's a hard place. That's why. Like anything, it takes time, it takes practice, it takes education and training to try and improve yes. as much as possible. Um, I can't believe we've been talking for a good 30 minutes or so already, uh, sure. Lisa. <laughs> we, <laughs> we could talk all day. What I was thinking I was, um, in terms of the future, um, you're doing a PhD in the use of ultrasound in different areas of medical practice. Um, what do you see as the future of ultrasound scanning in aesthetics work, facial aesthetics work? How do you see um, things changing over time in Australia and around the world in terms of ultrasound use? I think I think it's got a, I think it's got legs. I think it's going to go great guns. I think there's a role for it. I think um, the education that's available right now is really pretty much second to none at the moment. I'm really impressed. Um, and I'm very happy to be in the forefront of that. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it really has a place. I, I, yeah. I, I think in the future, and this might be a little bit, you know, jumping out there, but I would say ultrasound is going to be readily used within the next five years, I reckon, in Australia for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I really do. It's got a place because it's, it's necessary. And this, this, these sort of podcasts and education online with Instagram shows you that it has a place. So when it has a place, then people start to listen, then people start going, hang on, why aren't you using ultrasound? It's, it's, it's a given, you know? And, and, and that's what's yeah. going to happen. It's the same as what happened with the MSK in the very beginning. I was told not to take that job. Don't take that, <laughs> no, it's not going to work. And I'm like, well, I'm going to take it because I reckon it's unreal and I can see inside and I'm going to be able to show people if they've got a hernia and what it looks like. Yeah. And I'll learn in the meantime, and this is exactly the same way I'm feeling about this. It has a place. It really has a yeah. place. And there, there's a lot of you around that have got so much expertise already. It's just going to marry and fuse beautifully, you know, and I'm, I'm, I, I would love to be a part of that because I just think it's amazing. You know, it's good. I think you do a fantastic job and it's really nice to be able to speak to you. And you're so... You're, you're so um, you're such a nice person, you know. You're a really oh. nice person to speak to, and it was it was really nice to be able to get chat chatting with you over the last couple of weeks, talking about different yeah. aspects of aesthetics yeah. and ultrasound use. And we've got to thank Morbin Master and Stuart as well for bringing us together. Yeah. So I've got to thank the two yeah. of them. Um, yeah, in terms of um, in terms of the future, hopefully we'll meet up at some point. Yourself, Jake, Stuart, Martina, Morbin. There's so many people that that myself and Sunny would love to meet. I'm thinking, this is what I'm thinking, being an Australian, I am thinking that halfway through next year, we meet in the middle. So we meet, say, somewhere in mm, the middle of the world, just pick a really nice warm place. <laughs> we have a destination uh, inaugural conference where everybody comes together and we share and we discuss and we set yeah. protocols and we get the ball rolling so we're all on the same page and we can all stand there together and go, you know what, let's just go for gold with this because there's so much that can be done with this, not just in, you know, um, aesthetics in the sense of 
complications or, you know, um, you know, extending the face or, or things like that. It can also, I feel it can have a, um, a role in actual uh, reforming a face to help, to help bring a face back from those that have been unfortunate due to surg surgery or accidents and stuff where you can actually measure the, the consistency and thickness of tissue and then map it on the other side and build it, you know, even with fillers or even with something like that. It could be, be being done now, but I, I, you know, there's just so many areas of, of people that could share their knowledge, you know, and ultrasound can show that. Yeah. It does, it, it, as I've learned and continue to learn, it's such a valuable technology to, that can make a big difference to the work that, that is done in facial aesthetics. Yeah. Um, I've got to yeah. thank you, Lisa, for, for joining me this, e this evening in, in Sydney and this morning in the UK. Um, myself and Sonny will be back next Thursday, the 15th at 8.30. Hopefully you won't be still stuck in the snow then, um, and he'll be joining me next week. We'll be talking about maybe um, just a summary of different areas of work that we've both been doing involving ultrasound. And... Um, it's going to be nice to be able to speak to you and maybe hopefully see you next year. It'd be really nice. If practitioners would like to get in touch with you, um, they can mm -hmm. do that via your Instagram account, yeah. um, the Ultrasound, the ultrasound Educator. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And you'd yeah. be happy yeah. to give them an information and advice about the work Absolutely. that you do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I'd, yeah. Be, I'd be flattered, of course. Yeah. Right. Great. That's how we That's learn, fine. yeah? Every, I, anyone I, who's I watching. To say to you, I want to say to you, thank you very, 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 very much. I've totally enjoyed this conversation today. And I will meet you. Maybe we should sort of get together and organise something for next year because yeah. I just think it's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm really, I'm actually really flattered and honoured that you even thought too. I'm happy. It's a total pleasure for me to be able to speak to somebody as nice and as knowledgeable as you about the whole, you, the whole idea of ultrasound use and aesthetics. Lots of fantastic people around the world and it'd be nice yeah. to be able to see you, speak to you and do yeah. the same with a load of other specialists from around the world as well. Um, so yeah. thank you uh, very much for joining me, Lisa. Thank it's you. my pleasure. <laughs> my pleasure. We'll, um, we'll continue with... Oh, it, it, it's, as I say, you're, you're such a nice person to be able to speak to. So it was a real pleasure for me. Um, there it is. There it is, Mary. Oh, very nice Christmas tree over in Sydney. <laughs> yeah. But um, nice as I say, we'll be, back, we'll be back next week. We'll continue with our lives, myself and Sonny. Um, we'll um, have all of, we have all of our um, Instagram lives as a podcast as well. So practitioners can listen and I'll pop um, a post, a story with a link to this live for anyone who wants to watch it after after we finish. So again, thank you very much for joining me, Lisa. I hope you have a fantastic Christmas in a couple of weeks' time. And we will try and hopefully meet up at some point next year and maybe with other <clears throat> other specialists from yeah. around the world too. Yeah. We should okay, get that, I think. All right. Lovely Ex to meet you. You too. Happy Christmas to Sonny and I hope he's out of that snow. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Nice seeing you, you and have a great time, Lisa. Okay, See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.